Hey guys, we're back. What's up for, we are back. Okay, we'll never get the intro right. It's no, hard. It's really hard when it's over Zoom and you're not in person. And everyone's dealing with this now anyways, anyone who has a podcast. So we're trying. Yeah. And I think every week my internet quality has been different because now I'm in Ohio and there I'm staying in an Airbnb with other people for once, which I usually don't do. So might be my fault. That makes me nervous. <laughs> well, we've all been social distancing and like we're on our own floors, but I do have yeah. some stories that I could share as we go on with this podcast. But I'm Lauren. And I'm Dory. And this is Idol Nation. Nation. All right. Last night was probably the most dramatic episode yet of the season. It really was. Like the first two episodes were so dull. And this one just made up for it because it was so entertaining. There was so much happening. Yeah. And when we say episodes, we mean The Bachelorette because this is our short series covering The Bachelorette for those of y'all who don't know. Yes. And uh, if you don't like it, um, sorry, but you should still listen because we're pretty funny. We are funny. And since we throw in some tips about skin, which I can go ahead and get one out of the way really quick. So I am currently in Ohio and this is going to be a big reveal for me. And I also think it's fine because since we're on the topic of Bachelorette and Claire is the oldest Bachelorette there has ever been, um, I'll talk about injectables. So I'm going to be getting Dysport, which is similar to Botox in my forehead tomorrow whoa what made you decide this I've been staring at myself in too many zoom calls and I'm like okay I look like I'm like 90 so I'm gonna get a very small amount so it looks very subtle like I think Claire's no offense to Claire her eyebrows are a little bit too excited for my taste so I'm gonna ask for like a subtle raise um yeah because you can easily mess that up if you get a little too much because you don't want them to go. <laughs> yeah. So you can give me a review in like two weeks when it settles in. But yeah. I decided to do it in Ohio because in D.C. it's like $17 a unit and I found it here for like nine. Well, do you did you do research on the place you're going to? Yeah, I did. I did. Okay, good. It doesn't <laughs> matter the price. Sometimes it really just matters. Like, are you going to like the best place you possibly could? Yeah, I know. And usually I would really care about that. Um but, and I should mm-hmm. definitely, cause I'm, my ultimate fear is getting a droopy brow mm-hmm. cause that can happen. Like, and I don't want to look even more like stern. Yeah. Well, luckily this is like basically Botox and not like you're getting like a nose job. Like if it was something more serious, I'd be like, dude, you need to do your research. <laughs> yeah. You need to maybe not get the $9 services. <laughs> so there you go. There's a big reveal. And it brings us back to a main, a really big topic in this episode, which was age. Mm, yeah sorry I'm just I because we're in a zoom call I started looking at my forehead too because you're talking about <laughs> but yours looks perfectly flat like it doesn't there's literally she's raising her eyebrows right now and there's not a single line well okay so I use this thing from Dr. Dennis Gross and it is a gentle peel that you can use daily on your skin and it targets any fine lines any wrinkles um it helps with any like hyperpigmentation. so it's a little expensive but it's worth it because I definitely see it working like I don't really see wrinkles on my face right now so but is it time. is it like the pads that you rub in a circle yeah so okay, those it, are really good you get a two pack it's like you have the normal like with the actual peel part and then you have like the the, the after to 
protect yourself, I guess. I don't know what to call it. Yeah. I think those are great for like diminishing fine lines and pores. Mm -hmm. But I think my issue is because I'm aging, like my skin is actually getting saggy. So I need the muscles to be frozen. And these are preventative measures. Yeah. So that you can age gracefully or continue to age gracefully. I'm just starting. So I'm just starting to age. So I will be, I will prevent aging. That's what my goal. And you, you don't even look like you're really aging to me. Like even on the Zoom call, I can't really tell. To be honest. Thanks, Dory. This is basically just Dory and my weekly chat. We don't even care if y'all are not interested, even though this is very interesting to it's us. Interesting, but this isn't like a part of the topic of the podcast. But anyways, we're talking about aging. Ageism. Yes, that was a big issue at the beginning of this episode. It truly was. Oh. So should we just crack it up? Yeah. All right. Let's ease into it. Basically, we start this episode off. It wasn't, didn't it start off with a group date? Oh my gosh. I cannot remember. This was two days ago. (laughs) Yeah. There was so much that happened in this episode that it actually is really hard to keep track. Yes. But, okay. So the first thing that I physically, not physically, I literally remember. (laughs) And I, I'm just like a little fuzzy only because like, when this was happening, I was also still waiting to get something approved for work. And so I was like, I had the TV on, but I was also like looking at my Slack, making sure everything was okay. <laughs> but the first thing I saw was her conversation with Yosef. Like it went from like zero to a hundred in two seconds. Yeah. And so Yosef is basically this dad from Alabama who is so opinionated And he told Claire that she was like inappropriate and he would be humiliated to be seen with her and she should have more class, that she's classless. Yeah, he was like, she's tasteless, completely classless. And he's like, I expected more from the oldest bachelorette in history. Yeah, like so many low. They're almost 40. (laughs) Yeah, and it was like low blow after low blow. He's, He's like, I would never want you to raise my kids. And then she, like, he started bringing up how hard it was for him to be there because of family stuff. And then she started to say, I can understand, like, my mom's dying. And he's like, let me finish. Like, this is my time. And I'm like, yeah, dude, what an ass. It was super rude. Like, I understand what he was trying to say. He could have just said it in a much more sensitive way he could basically been like you know I just didn't feel very comfortable you know with the fact that you had this date with the guys where they were stripping down to basically nothing yeah Um, I'm happy I wasn't on that date because I wouldn't have felt comfortable because I'm a father blah 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 like there were so many better ways to say what he said but it just got so nasty and yeah very rude and like there was nothing wrong with him voicing his opinion. It's just how he did it. Yeah. And honestly, he wasn't on the date. Like, he, I right. think, but he had so much time to sit there and think of what he wanted to say that I think he got thrown off. And then he had to keep reiterating the same points again and again and again. And it was pointless. It's like the more that he talked about it, the more rude and like just like disrespectful and like immature he sounded, I think. Also, yeah. He's also the person who literally, once filming ended, was DMing a girl and was two-timing that girl. So I don't, like, what are the standards of, like, ageism there? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> You're too old to be doing that, too, so. Yeah. And, like, he, sorry, I'm drinking wine right You're now. You're fine. <laughs> he, well, he annoyed me. And mm-hmm. 
and uh, I he didn't get a limo scene or like a a black van leaving scene. They didn't even like show him in that van. He didn't deserve one. No, he they were didn't. Like, nah, we're not even gonna give you like your moments to say like I'm so dumb with her. Da, 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 da. Like, cause they always do that normally, cause like they get the producers to talk to the person, maybe get some tears, but they're like, nah. <laughs> yeah, they didn't. Yeah, and also he. He said that he's embarrassed and he is embarrassed of the whole situation. But when he, he grew up, like his kid grows up and sees this clip of him being so rude to her, he's going to be really embarrassed by the way that he talked to her. Yeah, that's actually embarrassing. I don't think that the date thing was embarrassing or classless. I mean, I wouldn't have done it personally just because that's a bit much for me. But I understand why she wanted to do it. She was having fun. She wanted to, you know, check out their bodies a little bit, which I get. <laughs> yeah. And in yeah. Peter season, they had that swimsuit under the waterfall, like, yeah, the magazine shoot. Mm-hmm. So, like, what's the difference? Like, they went into that knowing they would basically be wearing no clothes. And just because we ask a guy to shed a few layers. Yeah, they, they were fine until they lost <laughs> that one team. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like. I didn't see any of the guys that were actually participating in that game of strip dodgeball complaining. So the fact that Yosef, who was not on that date, was complaining <laughs> in that way was extra and not necessary. But Yeah, I think he has some issues of his own. And honestly, yeah. I think that he reminded me, like the way that he was talking, he just kind of reminded me of a well-spoken Donald Trump. <laughs> So that's what I'm thinking, and that brings me to my thoughts on the election, which we can hold off on until later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that was like the okay. first grunge. Oh, mm-hmm. Claire! Like Claire was like tried to redo her line again about you. I never want you to be the father of my children, which she did on like Alejandro season or whatever that guy's name was. Mm-hmm. So uh, was that her like trying to go viral again? Yeah, Probably, one Pablo. Yeah, yeah uh, I don't know. I think that's maybe that's just what she says. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's her classic line when she leaves every guy. I and I would never want you to be the father. Anyways, it was dramatic. But yeah, I actually didn't even think about that being the same exact line essentially that she said to Juan Pablo. Yeah. After that, he's like, "Good, I don't want you to be." <laughs> he's like, "I didn't want to be." <laughs> <laughs> and then what's this guy's name? Yosef. He's like, no, I don't want you to be. And they're like just going back and forth in their mind, trying to one each of each other on who doesn't want the other to be the kids' parents more. It's just like you guys have honestly hung out for like 30 hours in your life. It's not that shocking that you don't uh, want the other to be the parent. Not at all. So the next guy thing I wanted to bring up was Zach. Yes. That was really interesting. And I understand, but it, it's still confusing because we weren't in that moment. But basically, Claire went in to kiss Zach on their one-on-one date. They were, like, in the pool. He pulled away, and then he tried to kiss her again. She's like, ah, no, because he came in a little aggressive, and that made her uncomfortable. And when they got out of the pool, it got really awkward, and he's like, I was trying to kiss you. She's like, I was trying to kiss you. And he tried to do it again. He grabbed her neck and she's like, ah, and walked away. Yeah. And then they're supposed to do their one-on-one date dinner portion at like the end of the day. And Chris Harrison comes out. And oh he's my like, gosh. yeah, she's not coming. You're going home. And it was just really weird for me as a viewer because I'm putting myself in Zach's shoes in this moment because like 
he probably didn't even realize what he did was wrong, which is not great because like, I feel like guys need to be able to pick up on social cues like that. But also I feel like it would have been nice if Claire maybe at least wrote a note and said, hey, this is why I'm not coming. And this is like what made me uncomfortable. Yeah. I mean, that what happens. <laughs> that whole scene was so awkward. Like, okay, if you guys miss out the opportunity, maybe you'll be able to do it later. And then the fact that he grabbed her arm, then grabbed her by the waist and grabbed her neck. It was like, dude, the moment is gone. You can't yeah. pull, pulling our body back to you is not going to make the moment come back. And then when Chris Harrison was telling him that he's got to go, he still thought the reason why was because he he pulled away from the kiss. He's like, she didn't get it. I pulled away. He didn't understand that it was because he was then aggressively trying to kiss her. And Chris Harrison's just staring at him like, dude, you're an idiot. Yeah, I feel like he just didn't realize what he was doing. He probably thought, I'm just like trying to put my best foot forward I'm just trying to show her that I want to kiss her and he was just going about it in the wrong way and I don't think he understood that at all I guess that's true and I guess he's like this is my one chance like I've got to take all the my moments but when he I bet when he watched this today he was like oh this is so awkward yeah he probably sees it now but that's why I wish there was at least like that note from her saying hey this is why I felt uncomfortable this is why I didn't want to kiss you after blah blah because he, like you, like we just said, he literally left, like, thinking it was because, like, he pulled away from the kiss. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if he's, like, put out a statement or anything about that. I haven't seen anything. Um, I honestly haven't even looked up any of these guys on Instagram. I think, yeah, we're busy, but also I think that just shows, like, a lack of interest. Yeah, I think it's also just harder because even, especially with this episode, it's very evident that Dale is the only person that Claire has her eyes set on. Yeah. So the other guys, it's hard to keep track of them unless they really stand out for you, which is very few far between. Um, so that's you're true. Really, you know, Dale the entire time. And like, yeah, we, we knew Yosef because he was the villain on night one. And then we know Kenny because the butt and the boy band manager. And we know Bennett, he's like the Harvard guy, right? Um, and then who's yeah. The there was I can't remember all these names because like they're, they're just we don't get any time moment. with anyone and just like Claire yeah we only get Dale so we only know Dale and a few other people barely um yeah and that's so kind of what's unfortunate about this whole thing is yeah that I just don't feel like Claire is giving everyone a chance because even when she's on that date with Zach she was like I still have Dale on my mind I'm like that's fine but you still need to be present right yeah like, and like and then Claire actually canceled the group date, mm-hmm. I think because Dale wasn't a part of it and she secretly wanted Dale to be able to be there. So she's like, or something, I don't know. But like, yeah. they were really excited about that. I did not like that. She canceled their group date um, that they are supposed to have. And then Dale comes into her room and they're like getting hot and heavy, making out. And then like somebody knocks on the door, like, wait, what? What's happening here? And- it was easy my yeah. boyfriend he's so sweet I like him a lot he's me too um <laughs> but yeah he knocked on he interrupted and then what made me a little weird is like okay so at first like he was in the room easy was in the room with Claire after um Dale left and she's like oh yeah let's go outside so she could basically mingle with everyone else and then she ended up back in the room with Dale and I then another guy comes knocks on the door and then Dale leaves again 
<laughs> and then before she he leaves, she's like, "Wait, give me a hug." Yeah, like that was weird. And then yeah, she told that new guy to go outside with her again. So I'm just like, so you're just like pushing everyone away so that you can just have that moment with Dale. And I get that she likes Dale the most, but like, you you have to give everyone a chance because this is what you signed up for. This is the process that you signed up for. Like I said last week, Rachel Lindsay literally told her now husband, like, you're the one I want to be with. This was off camera. She said this to him. And she's like, we just got to play this game till we're done. And now they're married and talking about having kids. So like, you just, you have to play the game because this is a game. It's a competition show. Yeah. Could they like sue Claire? I don't know. So the rumor that I've been hearing that Claire has even been kind of hinting at is that the Bachelor producers are just kind of annoyed with her and they wanted to push her out so that's partly why we have Tasha allegedly because they will never confirm that they'll be like oh she just left on her own accord which I think is partly true now and I think the other part is they didn't want her anymore <laughs> yeah I can you imagine the contract that's like you must stay through the whole season unless we are annoyed by you then it's fine you may go like they are gonna have to like write that in as a clause yeah. like it, I don't know that's probably going to be a new rule now because we're like, we can't have another player. Like, honestly, I don't know about you, but I've been talking to a lot of friends. I've been looking on social media and I don't know anybody that actually likes Claire right now. I know. I feel so bad. Like I asked all my friends, I asked like five of them to please like send me some quotes or thoughts about the show mm-hmm. last night. And they also, they all said, um, like, I hate Claire. Wow. Which is so sad. And then Claire asking everyone about Dale after the roast was one of the most furiating things I've ever watched on the show. I hated that moment. That was so cringe. That's so true. Basically, yeah, during, there was a, like a little portion of the group date and she was just asking everyone else about Dale and their thoughts on him, which was very uncomfortable. Like literally every guy. Yeah. Just like, oh, she has one of them. It was everyone. (laughs) Yeah, and then every guy's like, I really, like, not want to spend my time with you right now talking about Dale. I feel like he's already gotten enough attention. Let's use this time to get to know each other. And she's like, okay, but what did you mean by, like, he said that he thought he could see me going far or something? Like, I don't know. Right. It's just the whole thing with Dale is kind of excruciating. Like, he's a good-looking guy, but I don't necessarily trust all of his intentions because he literally told Entertainment Tonight, like, not that long ago that he was – looking to have a Ryan Seacrest career so I'm like yeah sure well if he wants to have a Ryan Seacrest career he can talk to me because I know about American Idol and I'm ready to provide some insight (laughs) yeah (laughs) he wants to do hosting he has a media company called Moss Media I learned that well I don't know if it was you that sent me this or someone else but apparently he used to model for Party City yes he did I did not send that to you but he did do that that is hilarious with a taco <laughs> well, there you go. Was that before or after the NFL? After, I think. Oh. He was only in the NFL for two years, 2012 to 2014. But I feel like that should give you millions and millions of dollars. Like, why become a model for Party City? Well, he was also bouncing around between teams. He went between like four to five teams. No, okay, hold on. I this have- is time for Dorian Lawrence Sports Hour. I. <laughs> I have it written down. He went from Tampa Bay to Green Bay to Chicago Bears to Carolina Panthers. So that's holy crap in two years. I'm like, I didn't even know that was possible. Tampa (laughs) Bay, Florida, baby. I wonder like if any of those teams are actually rivals. I don't know. That's a good question. We're not really sports (laughs) experts here. 
Yeah, well, I'm definitely, I'm adding him to my fantasy football league for sure. (laughs) Well, yeah, I feel like his, the NFL career, I don't know why he left. I don't know what happened there, but that's a really short amount of time to be in the NFL. And then, yeah, yeah, but I think he probably just wants to boost his profile so he can get that next potential hosting gig, basically. So like because a lot of people who obviously they when they're in the NFL or in any sports they end up parlaying their career into being like a sports broadcaster like we see Alex yeah Rodriguez does that now he has a podcast and he does stuff on whatever thing <laughs> yeah or they become advocates for like awareness on like how you can get hurt during football mm-hmm. they become like um what do they do they um do a lot of brand partnerships and stuff um and he probably you know I didn't know who he was when he was playing NFL. I've never heard of him. Um, I mean, when I saw the ad for Party City, I was like, oh, my God, it's that guy. I love Party City magazine. So I think it was, like, a really good choice for him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Uh, Uh, Wow. Well, on the Claire criticism path, back to that. Sorry, we got on a whole tangent about sports. Um, But... So the one word that I would, that I've been seeing a lot of people say, even some of my friends, they've been saying disappointment, like that Claire's a disappointment as a bachelorette. And I do agree with that. Like, I don't hate her or like dislike her, but I just don't think she was meant to be the bachelorette. Yeah. And we all kind of want to taste her from the beginning anyways. Oh, yeah. But Claire might be like slightly a disappointment, but she's, I just, I was legitimately bored on Peter's season. Oh God, teasing! It was so boring, and then it was so terrible towards the end. It got so messy with all the girl stuff. Because what happened? He he picked Hannah Ann Sluice or Sluss, whatever her name is, because of um, Madison. Be like, I don't want to do this. It's not gonna work out. I'm going home. And then he proposes to Hannah, and he's like, oh, I choose you." And like by default, what? Like I wish she saw the show before <laughs> the engagement happened. <laughs> like and then he broke breaks up with Hannah Ann and then he goes flies out to um to Madison and then they date for two days and then break up and I'm like okay (laughs) do you think that the social media like social media becoming more and more of a factor in everyone's lives is why so many of these couples are just like not staying together or is this how it's always been for the bachelor because it seems like Colton broke Colton and Cassie Cassie they didn't last now he has a restraining order like obviously Hannah and Wyatt is that his name Hannah Brown and Jed Wyatt yeah oh okay Jed Mm -hmm. um they were I don't know it just seems like no one lasts the thing is I don't think it's necessarily social media a hundred percent because in general there aren't that many couples that have successfully gone through the bachelor bachelorette process and have survived post-show long-term like we have golden couple um what is what are their names it's like Catherine and Sean yeah Sean Lowe and Catherine whatever her last name is <laughs> she's technically now low but it's like I can't remember her maiden name but anyways yeah like there's not that many I mean we've had a lot of couples come out of Bachelor in Paradise or some that have met outside of the shows like Caitlin Bristow and Jason Tartik but like other than that, we don't really have a lot of successful couples. But I yeah. do think in some ways the social media age is like definitely changing 
how people are going into the show because they're like oh if it doesn't work out then I'll have like a million Instagram followers after and I'll have brand deals like <laughs> so there's yeah. that aspect. so I feel like some people really don't go on for the right reasons and others the very slim amount do but for the most part I think this is why I did appreciate them trying to revamp things for Claire season because of how bad Peter's season was. They recognized, okay, we can't have another Peter situation happen where like we had this guy who isn't really sure what's going on in his life. And then he, we have all these girls who are like in their like early twenties, like 21 to like 24 trying to be like, Oh, I want to get married. I'm like, you do. <laughs> okay. Um, and that obviously didn't work out and we had that same issue with Colton season two where all the girls are really young and the the main guy was a little wishy-washy and then same yeah. thing Hannah season that the guys were all pretty young too and she was also 24 she's my age so yeah she's 25 now um but yeah so I think they recognized what was going wrong and Peter season was like the heightened aspect of that and like okay yeah. we need to cast older men and they did and I'm really happy they did cast older men and the downside is they just didn't pick the right bachelorette and they should have picked Tasha from the start. Amen. Speaking of Tasha, yes. The big reveal. It was so good. So last night we actually officially saw footage of Tasha for the first time. ABC finally confirms what we already all knew, being that Tasha is gonna replace Claire and Claire is going home. Yes. What we wanted anyway. <laughs> Like, did you see the reactions on social media? Like, everyone was, like, freaking out. Like, they were sharing, like, excited memes. And it was so great. Well, I can't think of a better way for them to let us know that she's coming now. Like, that was a hot ad or, like, big reveal. And also, I actually rewound it and watched it again because I was like, holy crap. Like, there's no way they could have made this more badass unless there was, like, fire best entrance of all time yes to Adams. and then did you see her Instagram post she's like you rang I was like yes girl we are so Dang. excited I oh love my gosh it. what a badass she's also a little bit older she's 29 she's been married before so you know she's like looking for husband she's not like gonna play around with these guys yeah and, like I think she was talking to was refinery 29 a few years back when she was initially being considered but they picked Hannah Brown instead um she um, said, I want them to cast older guys for me if I'm picked. And like, she definitely said, I'm going into this like a certain way. So she's been serious about this. So I'm like, okay, let's go. Dude, she's going to be so good. I can't wait. But I still, I'm excited to see like how the guys respond and like if the guys are going to, or if they're going to get anyone new or what's going to yeah. happen with that. So I know they definitely asked the guys that Claire sent home to come back, <laughs> um, but I don't know if any of them or none of them decided to come back, which I understand because that was a lot to deal with, honestly. Like, I wouldn't blame them if they've said, no, I'm not coming back. Like, I don't want to deal with this again. Like, what if we have another wishy-washy bachelorette? Yeah. So Do they, I, I wonder if they reveal who the bachelorette is before they get to come back or before they agree. Um. So what I know what they do is during auditions is they typically kind of throw feelers out to the people. So when, um, before Peter was officially announced, they were throwing out names of potential bachelors to like the girls who were auditioning to be on the show. Uh -huh. So a lot of them were hearing like Mike Johnson for a while. So I don't know why yeah. Peter, I really don't know why they picked Peter. I, I don't, I still don't understand. Because nobody either. wanted Peter. <laughs> 
<laughs> nobody wanted him. I know, <laughs> but it's okay. <laughs> it's over. We don't ever have to watch a season again. I, I am looking at Tasha's Instagram now. Her <laughs> eyebrows are absolutely perfect. I and know. she is 30. I wonder if she microblades or does stuff to her face. I think she has to. Oh, wait. She just talked about doing some, like, kind of Botox thing the other day. She, like, not the other day, but she's, like, the spokesperson for something. <laughs> okay, I'm going to have to look into this. I wonder if it's the same treatment, the same $9 treatment from this place I'm going to in Ohio. Okay, yeah. now that we are, we brought up Tasha. Okay, do you have one more thing? Do you have something to say? I saw I you. I find the brand that she was, like, being a spokesperson for. Well, I see on her Instagram, she's the spokesperson for Secret Deodorant. So she also did an interview with Cosmopolitan (laughs) um, earlier this month, and she talked about her decision to get lip fillers and all that. What? Okay, if she got lip fillers, they look really good. Most people that I see who have lip fillers, it's like mainly their top lip, and they are, Mm -hmm. it just looks like a clown. Hers look perfect if she's actually got them. Yeah, no, she did, because she's talking about how she got them on Cosmopolitan's website. <laughs> so, she definitely does do work, but she, yeah, she is, like, very subtle lip fillers. You can't tell. Yeah. Her lips must be really thin. Mostly. I think I might remember that. Now, I'm going to have to scroll back through her Instagram photos for the past, like, seven years to try to find them. Just like I found okay. that Hannah, yeah. you I found, found it? it? Yeah, okay. she, it's Juvederm Volbella. Okay, yes, I've heard of this. So, that's Botox. No, it's not Botox. Like similar to Botox, though, right? It's a filler. It's like it. It Botox is a um. Isn't it like an alternative to Botox? Is that what I mean to say? No, no, because Botox is like a neurotoxin, so it actually freezes your muscles so they can't it's move. Just, it says it's an injectable gel. Okay. Right. For, so this is like a filler. It's an injectable gel. So she does injectables, which is what um our podcast co-host Lauren is going to do. It is not the same. I just explained that it's not the same. Botox injectables is... aren't the same as no. Yes, what? there is a shot involved, but that's what I said you're not doing injectable. I thought that's what you're doing. I am doing an injectable, but that's an injectable gel, like to plump, plump things up. Botox freezes your muscles. It's a neurotoxin, so it's like a poison. I'm poisoning my face story. That's what I'm saying. Oh, you're doing Botox. Is what you're doing? Yeah. Well, okay. yeah. It's actually okay. Dysport. So, but okay. it's basically both up. Okay, we have we've, to remember. We've talked about this uh, procedure a little bit too long. So, <laughs> anyways, yeah, we're next, all about Tasha's face. <laughs> next week is when we think Tasha will come. It seems like that will truly be the most dramatic episode yet. My question yeah. is, why in the world are they going to do this on election night, or are they going to postpone yeah. this? Because are, are they trying to compete Thursday. with the election? No, the episode's on Thursday. Because it is. Mm-hmm. Oh, gonna mess up God. our podcast unfortunately oh yeah this is the one time you won't receive your episode on a thursday because yeah it it's happening on thursday so i mean we could talk to you but there's not gonna be anything new to talk about oh <laughs> yeah and i there will be a contested election regardless so it will the counts will probably still be going on on thursday when we watch this mm-hmm. but i'm okay that was making me kind of concerned yeah but no we don't have to worry about that entirely because we we don't have to focus on both on the same night which is yeah like I feel like that would have been a terrible idea if they just let it air Um, I agree because nobody's going to be focused on that um but I think that for this episode I don't think we're really going to get Tasha in it like I feel like it'll mostly be Claire and then she might pop up at the end for a second 
because yeah, like, like maybe the limo will pull up yeah i think they're just gonna tease it for a second because they want us to watch next week so they're not gonna yeah. throw out all the goodies they gotta carefully lie it out you know exactly okay and so i'm also excited to see what all of bachelor nation like the actual stars from mm-hmm. the show like the past contestants and everyone has on their social media on election day um and i'm just i'm gonna be following their instagram just to see what people are saying mm-hmm. um but because i heard that the next bachelor is actually conservative um yeah that's what i've heard too um i can't remember his name right now this is so bad um tyler cameron's best friend <laughs> <laughs> yeah bachelors so what season is the bachelor gonna be 20 bachelor season 25 with tyler cameron's best friend serving as the bachelor yeah i've heard that he's registered as a republican and he's black so that's interesting yeah but I I, i'm assuming asked but <laughs> i don't think that he's gonna i still doubt that he'll vote for trump no i don't think so i hope not at least me too um. okay but everyone this is a great time to Go ahead, make sure that you're ready and prepared to vote. Please. <laughs> but actually. <laughs> that was the selling. Please go vote. After you're done with this podcast, look, go online to Vote Save America and you can look up all the information you need for your state so that you can find out where you can vote. If it's too late to request a mail-in ballot by now, just do your research, y'all. Yep. But also... On the bachelor okay an unimportant related topic to bachelor yes so we will also later in the season have jojo fletcher former bachelorette come in and replace chris harrison temporarily okay i thought you were saying on our season i was like dory you're gonna no we're gonna have that person and she's gonna come my on? work desk once which is interesting i was just like oh jojo's here at work cool so why is she okay let's let's talk about why she's replacing and oh, then close i have this to one answer out. To that basically chris harrison had to go drop his uh kid off at college and he need to to leave for that because it was in texas i think or something and when he he needed to quarantine basically during two time during between wow okay can't talk he needed to quarantine after dropping his kid off and so they had jojo come in do the filming for a bit and then chris comes back in later on yeah and chris is gonna be like i should have never brought my kid to school i'm gonna have to turn around and go pick him right back up again but this is gonna be interesting because this is the first time we will ever get somebody hosting the bachelor or bachelorette whatever that is not chris harrison like he's the only host that we know wow but at least you know they brought in a woman and they brought in one of my favorite old bachelorettes so that's good 2020 baby the best thing that's happened in 2020 jojo becoming the stand-in chris harrison and i think it's also good that they brought her in because she's one of the um remaining like bachelorettes but the person that she came into the competition with or got engaged to the competition with the jordan um, and he just reproposed to her, um, I think it was like last summer, but they had to postpone their wedding, obviously, because of COVID. Holy crap. Yeah. That was a long time coming. Mm-hmm. Okay, we've got to close this episode now because it's 930 in our shared time zone. We're both on the East Coast. Yay. Woo. Maybe Dory and I will meet one day soon because we still haven't. Yeah, isn't that weird, guys, that we still haven't met? <laughs> I think it's really cute. <laughs> it's like we're pen <laughs> It really is. 
Okay, we'll think about how cute we are and we're gonna go ahead and go. All right. Thanks again, guys, for listening. Come back next week. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.